0: Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug
1: Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. Well, hello, welcome back to the podcast. Hard to believe we're here at the, pushing the end of September already. It is, it just flies by when you're having fun, especially once school starts, it seems like it really ramps up. And I've managed to pick up my first cold of the season, so... Well, congratulations. <laughs> Got that to look forward to as we move into winter wintertime. Um, so, how's your week been, weekend? Oh, it's been going pretty well. Um,
0: you can tell that I am in a hazmat suit here, so hopefully you can hear me okay.
1: <laughs> I, I don't want any germs coming over on my side of the table. Yeah, I'm trying to blow them across the room the other way, so... You know, they saw my arms, my hands yes, move when I Yeah, I, I that. appreciated <laughs> that, so... <laughs> For those listening, he moved from right to left. So. Yeah, showing the direction of the germs. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, my weekend was pretty good. Um, I got to play keyboards this weekend in our in our band that from our church that we play out. We played the uh, the Marigold Festival over in Pekin this weekend. That was a lot of fun. Mm, a lot of flower themed songs. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't do any oh, flower, no flower themed. Theme? No, no, but uh, I had a good time. That was fun. Um, didn't get a lot of chance to watch movies or TVs this weekend, but um, we've been watching a new show that uh, my son showed me. It's called Baskets. You'll have to watch that one. It's uh, I've heard of that. It's got Louis uh, Louis Anderson. Louis in Anderson it. plays yeah, the mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I've not watched it, but I have. I am familiar with it.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. It's kind of a it's got a weird vibe to it, kind of like a a Napoleon Dynamite or I don't know if you ever saw Last Man on Earth no never. but it's it's kind of got a vibe kind of like that but uh, (laughs) but it's kind of fun so so did that Um, let's see enjoyed some of that didn't really go to any different restaurants or anything this weekend got to eat some of that carnival food we talked about last weekend had a corn dog oh yum corn dog (laughs) which you stated you didn't like not my favorite thing (laughs) at all but no they're out there so so anyway yeah that's uh, that's where we're we're at now and we're ready to start another podcast episode here. So, you want to get us started with a conversation starter?
0: Well, I do. And and this is uh, I was kind of looking around, and I found a a couple controversies. They're kind of related, so we're going to tackle them both, and we will give everyone a definitive answer when we're done here. We will have an answer for this this controversy, this internet controversy. I found we'll both have this, agree on the
1: same. Answer? Well, I don't I mean, know. I don't we're have... going to have any answer, so
0: <laughs> it may be different answers. It may not. I know. Okay. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to start this off with a definition. So I, I looked this up. The definition of soup, it says it's primary, a liquid food, generally served warm or hot, but can be cold or cool, and it often contains pieces of solid food. Okay. So the reason I gave you the definition was somebody posted this and it, it caused this whole debate because there's people that would come out and say, oh, no, that definitely is not oh, none other people saying it is. Is or can cereal be classified as a soup? <laughs> uh, I thought it was a pretty innocuous question, and so I started reading some of the comments, and people were going insane
1: over it. <laughs> I personally, I've had cereal that's gotten soupy, but I never, personally, never considered it a soup. Could it be considered a soup? I guess it meets the qualifications of a, a liquid with chunks of food in it. See, I never thought of it. Until this question, and and then I did things like, well,
0: does it does it meet the qualifications to be a soup or not? Um, So there was, like I said, there were some people saying no soup. Uh, One of the definitions said that soup has to be brought to a boil, but then some some of the soup is cold. But then what about warm cereals? Like my dad would have, he used to eat uh, shredded wheat. Well, he would boil the milk and pour it over hot. I've heard of that. So is that a soup? Because he's poured it into the to the wheat, so you got wheat and hot milk goes in there, and it's a hot cereal now. But it's real soupy. I mean, it
1: was really soupy. Yeah, I could be belligerent and just absolutely no, it is not a soup. <laughs> make a that's, stand. A, that's where my mind wants to go. Then I make uh, the stand. I think of soup more as some sort of broth or. Um, I don't know, maybe a meat base or a cheese base or some sort of a, a base like that. There's Mil- like a wild rice <laughs> a wild
0: rice soup that's a cream soup, cream-based yeah. rice. Yeah, and
1: it's got milk in the cream. And, and cereal,
0: but... there's cereal made of rice and milk. Yeah, yeah. Um, what if you go like cream of wheat or oatmeal? It's yeah. hot, boiled,
1: you put in the oatmeal in it, the rice, the cream of wheat. I think, I think I'm going to stay in my comfortable little area and say it's not soup. You're going no. So I'm saying no. Well, it's I thought that until I started digging into
0: it a little more, and now I'm leaning kind of the other way. <laughs> I think that you probably, depending on the cereal, I think you could classify it as a soup. If, if you wanted to get real kind of gray area of definition, if you're talking liquid with some solids, I'm going to say that, yes, you could classify cereal as a soup.
1: Was tuna a soup? <laughs> tuna? <laughs> it's got liquid, and, and then it's got the chunks of tuna in it.
0: <laughs> I, I guess it would depend on how, how soupy your tuna can would get. I don't know. That'd be gross. <laughs> so you're going you're going hard no.
1: Yes, I'm okay, going hard no.
0: Well, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say yes, you could. If you want, you could classify it as a soup.
1: If it's not a soup, then what would you classify the cereal as? Cereal, <laughs> the, the with no classification. I've never gone into a restaurant and said, "What's the soup of the day, Captain Crunch?" <laughs> no, no, you have not. So, so I got to stick with my my comfort zone, yeah. like I said on that one. But so, what's your favorite soup, Captain Crunch? <laughs> I thought that. Might <laughs> yes,
0: be. Captain Crunch is my favorite <laughs> soup. Uh, second favorite soup might would be like there's a, a chicken and wild rice. I really like that. It's got some mushroom and stuff in it um i like a good potato soup yeah you get potato soup with chunks of ham or bacon in there that's good is good chili soup. a
1: soup that,
0: that was another <laughs> that was a <laughs> that was a a whole nother uh conversation i saw people come and they were going back and forth on that i don't know some were saying it, it should fall in the soup family others were saying no it's its own thing i think that would depend on some people like it a little more soupy. I like mine a little thicker. I
1: like yeah. I a, usually think that with crackers though. <laughs> <laughs> so, well if you put crackers in it, I think that definitely it's no. <laughs> yeah, see, and it's funny because I always probably qualify chili as a soup, even though I just call it chili. And if it is a soup, then I would say that's my favorite one. I would think it's a cousin to the soup. Yeah, <laughs> cousin chili. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's not a soup, then I think probably would be man. There's a lot of good soups. Um, I like uh, at Avani's a restaurant we have kind of local here. They have the cheddar bacon cheddar. Yeah, soup. that's a good soup. Oh, it's awesome. That is a good soup. Yeah, and I like a good chicken noodle soup. If it's got if it's a good mixture of the chicken and the noodles, yeah. not not the real puny stuff where it's like ninety nine percent broth and yeah. then no no noodles or chicken in it. All <laughs> right, one more. So how about like a goulash? Yeah, I like a goulash right. or even I a they beef call stew. that more. Of a
0: st- Okay,
1: and then you're going like yeah, what's you're in see- between soup? <laughs> We don't want to start that we're,
0: Two hours later we're still debating what what's a soup but okay, so you've got cereal as a no as a soup. I'm going to say that you could classify it as a soup but I could also I, I don't know I, I, it's hard for me okay <laughs> I, I'm, I' I get on to you for this. I'm gonna say it is a soup there. Cereal is a soup. okay so so there we have a definitive answers depending on who you who you, you want to <laughs> listen to. Yep. So, all right. The second one kind of piggybacks off the same thing as I was reading about what people were arguing about. So I'm going to give you another definition. A sandwich. It says there's two or more slices of bread with a layer of meat, cheese, or fish, etc. In between each pair of bread. So if you had, you know, three slices of bread, you'd have to have bread, some kind of a filler, bread, some kind of a filler, bread. All right. Just, okay. just for the a basic definition. Okay. Now people were arguing. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> See, I'll go first since you went first last yeah, time. Yeah, go ahead. I will say my first blush is no. If I said, hey, can you pick me up a sandwich and you brought me back a hot dog, <laughs> I would say, this is disgusting. <laughs> but I'm not a huge hot dog fan. Well, like, why would you bring me a hot dog? I wanted a sandwich. And some people were saying, oh, no, it, it, it could be a sandwich. And
1: other people were saying, it's not a sandwich. I'm trying to think if I've ever... Where does hot dogs typically fall on like a restaurant menu? Are they under... Kids meal. <laughs> yeah, kids meal. Um, I'm trying to think if I if they are typically... They're usually not under the sandwiches. Um, they're on their own. Uh, it's technically between two pieces of bread, but they're connected. Well, it's one piece of bread cut in, cut in half, maybe. Yeah. But I do that. If I want a half a sandwich sometime, I do. I cut a piece of bread in half. Put peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other, and it's still a sandwich, even though it's only one piece of bread, but it's cut in half. No, well, you have peanut butter jelly bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a sandwich. You don't have a sandwich. <laughs> um, let's see. Oreos are or sandwich cookies. Sandwich cookies. I don't know what that's got to do with anything. But, um, so is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, I'm going to definitively say no. A hot dog is not a sandwich. I'm going to agree with you. No. Okay. So we well, get, a, we get a two yeses on that. I'll, I will let's tell you
0: this. As I was looking... Uh, Merriam-Webster, in their definition, they came out and said a hot dog is a sandwich, by their definition. But, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, which I didn't even know existed, but apparently it does, they came out definitively said, no, you cannot call a hot dog a sandwich. <laughs> and you don't want to get on their bad side. No, you don't want to be on their bad side. Because if you're calling a hot dog, then would you say a brat is a sandwich? Yeah, who, is that? who was that that said that? The National Hot Dog... And sausage council. Yeah, and the first one is who? Merriam-Webster. Yeah, yeah. I don't bunch care if, of I, I don't care
1: if I get on the dictionaries or the encyclopedias bad side. But no. Yeah, the hot dog people. I don't want them mad. At if me. you
0: were going to have somebody come over to fight you, and it was either the guy that writes in the the dictionary or the guy that makes <laughs> hot dogs and sausage, I'm going. And I'll fight the dictionary guy every time.
1: <laughs> oh, yep, yep. So I think we got. Well, I won't say what I was going to say. We got two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's
0: just leave it at that. (laughs) So we split on the cereal, but we both agreed that a hot dog is not a sandwich. Yes. All right. Fantastic. Well, there's no good way to segue this, so I'm just going straight into it. Well, those things could tie into the next thing. Oh, yes, I could. (laughs) I'm bringing up a product. I saw a commercial, and I will never buy this product simply because I hate the commercial so much. And the commercial is for Charmin toilet paper and it's the one with the bears and they're dancing around singing and they're singing my Heine's clean I'm Charmin clean I got a shiny Heine. I was like I cannot stand that commercial I can't stand it no I wouldn't buy that toilet paper if it was the last toilet paper on earth I would go in my front yard and rub my bare butt across the grass before I used t- Charmin. We got lots of cornfields paper. around here. Yeah, I can do that. I hate Charmin toilet paper. I am not going to use it. I can't stand it. So, what kind are you buying now? Well, I always buy Angel Soft. Oh. Because when you think of toilet paper, you know, it's like wiping your butt with an angel, I guess. I don't know why they have Angel
1: Soft toilet paper. It seems like a very odd name for toilet paper, but I do use that one. I, we get the Costco toilet paper. It's on a reel, like you see that, uh, like, telephone hey, wire. diameter. <laughs> we can't even get it on the holder. It sits outside the door of the bathroom. And it takes four it. people to get it upstairs into the bathroom. It's It lasts for a long time. Though. <laughs> the semi pulls up with six of them on the back of it.
0: <laughs> oh, but I just got to thinking, you know who wouldn't put up with the bears? Who? Mr. Whipple. No. He was the original Charmin guy. Mm-hmm. Look how mad he got just at ladies coming in trying to do their grocery shopping for the week, and they pick it up and squeeze. He would get to me, even as a kid, it seemed like insanely mad over that. <laughs> they kind of irate. Yeah, don't squeeze, don't the, squeeze the, charmin. the charmin, and he would grab it from them, and it seemed like they would just like uh, inappropriate amount of anger for somebody squeezing <laughs> the toilet paper, which I thought you'd always you'd want them to squeeze. Them. Well, it's it's that soft you could yes. squeeze it. And I don't maybe if he squeezed the Charmin a little more, he would have dissipated some of that anger. He wouldn't have been so angry about people what, squeezing the Where do you think
1: that anger came from? <laughs> people squeezing it. Or maybe some, not squeezing child, it as, enough. As a child, did something happen with toilet paper? As, maybe it did. Maybe, maybe his, his yard got His mom but him squeezing the Charmin and he got in trouble. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so now he doesn't, you know, now he doesn't want anybody squeezing the Charmin. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, so down that rabbit hole. That is just that was just a commercial that I saw. I can't, I can't stand. I can't get to the remote button quick enough to either mute it or turn the channel. I'm, I'm just not. I'm not down with the. The Charmin bears. No, don't like the Charmin bears. I think Mister Whipple would, if he saw those bears dance around in the aisle, he would just unload with two barrels of his shotgun, <laughs> boom, and then he'd have a bearskin rug in his living room. That's it. Oh, great! Now you just got Peta mad at us. Well, stay tuned, everybody, because they're <laughs> going to be even madder when we're done with this episode.
1: <laughs> oh well, that. So you you talking about the Charmin that, that gets, makes me think of a couple of commercials actually that that get on my nerves and. One is I can I'll be happily listening to Pandora. My music's on. They've gotten for starters where they play more commercials than they used to, which that irritates me to start with. But one of them is Feldco Windows, and the stupid commercial. Party window
0: siding and door.
1: Yeah, and they come on, and the gal goes, "Feldco's having a special: buy one window, get one free." So Jimmy, if you buy one window, how many windows will you get? You'll have two windows, and then the next person. If I buy two, how many will you get? You'll have four windows. Then they ask the next, and it's like a, they're like sitting in a classroom, and there's like a 40-year-old guy in the back seat, and they go, John, how many windows would you get if I bought 100? That'd be a lot of windows. (laughs) And, (laughs) And I've got it, it's ingrained in my noggin now, because I'm listening to my music, and this comes on like every... 15, 20 minutes. And well, apparently, apparently, they're targeting like the 8th grade dropouts
0: at this point. <laughs> I guess so. I <laughs> Just need... <laughs> in case you can't figure out how many free windows you'll get, if you get one
1: free for every one you buy, we'll help you out. <laughs> how many windows will I get? <laughs> <laughs> can't count that high. <laughs> so that one, and then there's another one that's on TV around here. I'm not sure how, if it's national or if it's regional, local, but it's Title Max. And they say, I got my title back with Title Max. But I don't understand sounds really nice Yeah But why does Title Max Have your title to start with? (laughs) I got my title back From Title Max Well why'd they have it? Because you had
0: to give them A title for your $12,000 car So they'll loan you $2,000 cash Yeah
1: That they're gonna charge 300% interest on (laughs) Yeah So these people are all happy I got my title back With Title Max And it's like You didn't either You took it to them And you gave it to them Maybe
0: they're the same people that are trying to figure out how many windows they're going to get for free.
1: Oh, man. While they're wiping with their charm. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I made me think of one other commercial that was on the radio. It's for an eye clinic. They're talking about getting your eyes tested and different things. And it has like a parent. And they're talking about little Johnny. Well, I noticed little Johnny was complaining of headaches. And then we noticed that his grave started to dip. And then it cuts to like you hear the sounds of outdoor, like at a playground or something or, or some kind of a, a, a game, and they say. Then he started to strike out at the plate in little league, and we knew at that time it was time to get his eyes checked. It's like, well, let's—we don't care that he's failing out of school; he can't read or write. But by golly, when he can't hit a little league pitch, we better get him taken care of. I think their priorities a little bit. I'm all for baseball, football, having the kids run around play, but. You may want to, you know, when they start complaining of headaches and hey, I, I can't read very well and I my grades are slipping. Let's Johnny, let's let's figure out what's going
1: on at that point. Johnny nah. just ran into a door and hung out of the classroom. Yeah. That's okay. Oh, okay. he a ball. Yeah. He struck out again. <laughs>
0: you better get into the eye doctor. This is ridiculous, outrageous.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, i I think uh, I think my mom and dad got uh, letters from my teacher from about third grade till about sixth grade that i needed glasses i never did get any until i think it was the uh, spring of sixth grade when i finally got glasses so nothing it's my mom and dad but <laughs> but was a big priority Trying to save money they got you a monocle first <laughs> A monocle <laughs> you look like a bond villain Fifth oh grade. yep good old glasses i've been four right, eyes could ever can you come since. to the board yes i can
0: <laughs> let what? me put my monocle in <laughs>
1: Colonel Klink. Okay. Hogan. Or you could go with Mr. Monopoly, man. So you yeah. Could yeah go Mr. Monopoly, Planters guy. Yeah. yeah. A lot of famous people with a monocle. Yeah. They need to come back, monocles. I, I guess. I don't know. I yeah, can sit back I, at my desk while I'm working on the computer, have my monocle in And you can do that thing when you're shocked
0: or outraged where you raise your eyebrow and it just falls out of your your eye and dangles from the little
1: gold chain. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think that's about all we got wow, for, for that segment. From toilet paper
0: to Colonel Clink, that was uh, <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't know how we got there, but uh, <laughs> that was a rambling there. <laughs> our, our gripe about commercials, I guess. guess. Again, <laughs> seems like we seems like we get on that topic every once in a while. That commercials, mm-hmm. but uh, there's enough out there. I was for, gonna say
0: there's enough there's enough product out there to keep us going for quite a
1: while. Yeah. Well, as we move on to this next segment, I uh, we had our grandkids over a couple weekends ago. And and it's it's cute, you know. You have the grandkids, and you you, you say little um, nursery rhymes or sing little songs with them. I know my wife will put put them on her knees and sing. This is the way the farmer rides, and they love it. And you bounce them around. But I got thinking about the songs, and the one that popped in my head I was I was holding the smallest one, and I I kind of said "Rockabye Baby" and started thinking about that song "Rockabye Baby." In the treetop, when the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall, and down will come baby, cradle and all. Who wrote that? <laughs> well, so I
0: mean, when Garrett was little, we would put him in the top of a tree when he went to bed.
1: <laughs> and, and given the tree guy that you had to chop down your tree. Just...
0: <laughs> we tied him to the limb. He was, he was safe.
1: I, I, was trying, I was trying to figure, what, what are you, why are you sticking a baby out in the tree? Right so then that made, of course that segues into other songs and so then oh, yeah. and it's funny you're gonna, you're gonna like this <clears throat> so I thought of Georgie Porgy you remember that one? Foot uh, and Pie Kissed the Girls and Made Them Cry yeah yeah. when the boys what? when the boys yeah, they came out to play they came out to play what did Georgie Porgy he do? ran away he ran away Yeah, it's kind of a sad song you know Georgie Porgy ran away well I found a, it's good that it's sad because I found a politically correct version <laughs> that, uh, All that, right. uh, you know that they're singing now it's it's um Georgie Porgy putting in pie he fell in the mud and and it made uh, and then started to cry when his friends came out to play Georgie Porgy was happy again <laughs> that, That's the worst rhyme I've ever heard <laughs> I that was, it's like I found this website of songs that I think are supposed to be more pop have the positive spin on them and and things like that and it's like uh
0: I'm going to say right now. I'm going to go out on them and say something very controversial. I don't think there's anything wrong with your kids having a little shame, feeling a little bad about themselves. It helped all of us, and look how happy we are. I think they said it builds character. It builds character. I have a lot of character.
1: I do now. too. <laughs> and then you know, there's others. Three blind mice. Three blind mice. See how they run. See how they run. They all ran after the farmer's wife who cut off their tails with a carving knife. Did you ever see such a sight in your life as three blind mice? Okay, now, that's why did somebody sing that to a child to start with? Um, why are the mice blind? You know, three of them.
0: I don't, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. She cut his tail
1: off. Well, on the more appropriate site, it's three blind mice, three blind mice, see how they run, see how they run. They all run away from the farmer's wife, then into a spaceship to take a ride. Did you ever see such a sight in your life as three blind mice? So the, they a ran out of the spaceship. house into a spaceship, which then proceeded to go to the moon and crash land on the moon. Which the moon was made of cheese, so they were happy because they ate cheese on the moon, not thinking that you know stranded on the moon because the ship just crashed. So they're going to die anyways. <laughs> At least with the chopped off. to a website based in Colorado. Are they eating <laughs> some special brownies out there? What's going on? I, I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> but yeah. or in Illinois in January, we can start writing our own little. <laughs> Nursery rhymes,
1: yeah, and then there's there's ones to teach you, you know, teach you how to deal with frustration when you're little. Itsy bitsy spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain, washed the spider out. Out came the sun, shined and shined up, shined and blah, blah. Out came the sunshine and dried up all the rain, and the itsy bitsy spider climbed up the spout again. <laughs> Very, I, I must have
0: missed all of the ones
1: to help me with frustration as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you got the ones I think people were maybe, like you said, were uh, in Colorado. Hey, diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle. Cow jumped over the moon. Little dog laughed to see such a sport, and the dish ran away with the spoon. <laughs>
0: yeah, Uncle, it sounds like somebody's been in the, at the bottle again, nipping the bottle a little bit.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh. Yeah, kids' songs are weird, man. I, I imagine if we uh, dug further into those. Well, I, I've only got one that
0: I knew. It was I, We had a book of nursery rhymes, and this one always, even as a little kid, I was like, that's odd.
1: I think you but mentioned this, and I don't know it's if I heard
0: it. Taffy Was a Welshman. And it's really long, so I'm only going to do a couple of the, the stanzas. But it starts off like, Taffy was a Welshman. Taffy was a thief. Taffy came to my house. And uh, Whoops. What did Taffy phone do? <laughs> oh, well, now You're know. leaving me in suspense. Taffy, taffy came Came to my house and stole a piece of beef. I went to Taffy's house. Taffy wasn't home. Taffy came to my house and stole a, a marrow bone. And it keeps going so he keeps coming to your house when you're not there and stealing stuff. You really go to his house and he's 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 not at his house. But the very last stanza, okay? You get there. Says, "I went to Taffy's house. Taffy <laughs> was in bed. So I picked up a poker and threw it at his head." <laughs> So, there you go, kiddos. That's a little lesson for you, a little life lesson. If you're going to steal from somebody, you might get your skull cracked open with a poker from the fireplace.
1: And it's probably a good lesson to learn. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. You won't <laughs> steal again. I better not steal. Somebody's going to smack me in the head with a fire poker.
1: Yeah. Mid-one weeks, we'll have to talk about our thoughts on uh, cartoons and Bugs Bunny and all that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, that's a several-episode <laughs> podcast
1: because I lived on Bugs Bunny. Oh, yeah. Three Stooges, oh, Bugs Bunny. We love goodness. that stuff. Um,. Boy, it got, uh, yeah, we won't won't go into it right now because I think that's going to be a segment I I think that is. So we won't talk about cartoons right now. Well, I'm going
0: to segue a little bit. You were talking, we were talking in in kind of our our pre-podcast meeting about what we're going to do and it kind of brought up some, I always wondered about baby book authors and we've talked about this before (laughs) in the past. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, they have the baby book author and I looked it up, they have like the alphabet book, you know, A is for apple, B is for ball or ball, whatever. There is a, a credited author for those books. Some guys wrote the book and he gets credited as an author. So it's got me thinking: you know, Does one start off in high school? and is, Are they aspiring to be a baby book author? Do they take the test? Like, oh, what is it? Oh, hey, Greg, you're we've got down here that you could be an engineer and you know, uh, Lori, Lori could be a scientist. Doug, why don't we start with like baby book writing? <laughs> you know the alphabet, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, listen. <laughs> Most of it. We'll get hopefully by the time you get towards the end, you'll you'll have it all figured out. But it's just like somebody's like, "Oh, I want to write baby books for a living. That is my niche." <laughs> or maybe it's a guy who started out writing books, and he's terrible at it. And is, is <laughs> the the publishing company keeps calling him hey, man, listen that the novel, it's just it's not good. It doesn't make any sense. There's misspellings. We gave you a pamphlet. You screwed that up. <laughs> Listen, I got a project. It's the alphabet. You just got to write each letter of the alphabet, one word. That's all we're looking for. Hopefully, let's see how you can do. If you can do one word and not misspell it, we'll kind of bump you back up and take you into like a regular book now.
1: Yeah, we'll get you into the look, look, see see Jane, see Dick run, whatever books. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, don't don't start doing sentences yet. Yeah. I... (laughs) It made me think of. I picture the writer. You know, he's like his his publisher's getting on him. You've got to get some stuff turned into me. I've only got D here. He goes. I've got writer's block. I don't I have, know what
0: to do. Funny, I have that down
1: in my notes. It's like, does, sorry. No, no, that's <laughs> fine. It was like. Does he have writer's block? Just see it. Like, okay. I got. Yo,
0: know, A, B, C is for cat. D is for dog. But, and I got, I got nothing, man. The most doing two weeks. I got nothing after that. <laughs> I just gotta calm down. Maybe I need to go see a movie or something. <laughs> But, yeah, he's like, I've had six months, and all I've got is four letters. You think they'll miss F and G? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> they may miss F and G. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little bit more of an adult book with F and G. <laughs> uh, but then I also got thinking, what if they have, like, baby... <laughs> baby book sightings. <laughs> so you can bring the babies in to meet their favorite author. <laughs> you stand up there and I go, oh, oh, our baby really loved what you did with the letter R. It was fantastic.
1: I picture it being a real pompous guy with an ascot on and yeah. maybe a pacifier in his mouth. Hort, like, bl- the you know, they, uh, they do pipes. So he won't have a pipe. Oh, pipes. it's a bubble pipe. Yeah. A bubble pipe. <laughs> he
0: starts reading. I'm going to read a few of my favorite passages from the book. <laughs> it's very dramatic. Yes, <laughs> E is for elephant. Oh, you know, all the babies are clapping and stuff. See, most people. And then he gets real pumped about it. A lot of authors would have went with like egg, you know, something very pedestrian there. But I, I like to take people down one path. They think, oh, he's going here, and then twist and turn, so the reader never knows where I'm going. Because <laughs> yeah, you probably
1: started out with fruits and yeah. stuff, but at E
0: you switched it. And the good thing is, if you've got a crowd of babies and things are going really bad for you, let's say they, they don't, they're booing you, they're, you know, making obscene gestures, whatever babies do, I don't know, screaming, hollering, it, you could just cover your face up and they'd be like, Where'd he go? <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. And then just kind of back your way out of the room. And it would be fine. You'd be all
1: right then. Do you think when you get to kindergarten you have to do book reports on those? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'll, I'll do mine on B. <laughs> I, we, we had to, I would still cheat and go to the end. Well, and I was going to say, if we had to, is I read the Clif- dust cover. Yeah, is there a Cliff Notes version yeah. of this?
0: <laughs> yeah, the alphabet book is really good book, and it goes through all the alphabets, all twenty two letters. No, there's twenty six. <laughs> twenty six letters. That's I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. And I, the only other thing that kind of made me this whole baby thing and everything is is. Uh, my grandkids like to watch the the kids shows like yep. Paw Patrol oh, the, yeah. the Wiggles, the Wiggles. You know the Wiggles, those dudes are like multimillionaires. Ugh, I got to be honest, I that that's hard to watch, man. <laughs> that's really hard to watch. It kind of made me think though that they should have like Wiggles shows for like different stages of life, like Wiggles for teenagers. Do they have that? Maybe that maybe boy bands. <laughs> <laughs> maybe something different too. I don't I... <laughs> Yeah, what would you say about I, I don't know. <laughs> Driving your car.
0: <laughs> Vaping down the road.
1: Everybody vapes. And then... Here we go. Senior citizens, you know. <laughs> some, oh. They'll have their walkers out there. <laughs> Griping and complaining at time. Yeah, it won't even be funny. <laughs> no,
0: just
1: just them complaining about everything, the
0: food and... Uh, How nobody comes to visit them, and (laughs) they
1: don't get to go out ever. Okay, sing along with me. How many pills did you take today? (laughs) (laughs) Can you count them? One, two, three pills for me. (laughs) Do you have your Mondays in your Monday slot? (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Yeah, that would be uh, interesting. Yeah, so... uh... Well, we won't go too far with that. I'm sure I could go off on a tangent about that. Um, I think our whole podcast has been a,
0: one big tangent. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so, all right. Well,
0: all right. Time for the segment. Now, it's funny. That makes it okay. Um, Going to talk about service animals. There's There's been a story in the news. There's been a lot of talk. I like animals. I love animals. I've owned dogs all my life. I love dogs. I do have a problem with some of the people that are using quote-unquote doing the air quotes service animals to help them out. Uh, I mean, time was it like when I was younger service animals help, you know, blind person they can see um, or help them get around, I guess. And, um, but but now they have them for everything. And maybe, You know, people need them if they need them. They have PTSD or epilepsy or whatever. Okay, that's fine. I, I get that. I think that they Tend to allow people to take these animals everywhere, and and some of them I I'm kind of question. I know a while back there was a woman that had a, a peacock, yeah, sir, service service peacock. Did um, they let her on the plane or not? I don't think they did, and she threw an absolute fit. Yeah, um, uh, but we we do have uh, this lady that was flying uh, to to Chicago, and she got on the plane with her miniature horse. <laughs> Now, I've flown. I'm not a fan of flying. And uh, this would be my luck. I would get stuck next to this lady. And I'm going to be quite honest here with you. And this is probably going to get me in some trouble. But most (laughs) of the people that I see, I would rather fly with their service animal than them. If we could leave them, let's leave the lady at the airport. (laughs) I'll fly with the horse. I I have no problems with that.
1: Uh, I'd probably have a little more room if it was just the horse. That was, again... I'm gonna get me into trouble, but yeah, I know it's a tough topic because it, it, it seems like people get just carried away with stuff. They abuse it, yeah.
0: So anyway, I, the story goes: this woman, uh, Bria Hensley, uh, travels around with her miniature mare Flirty, and it helps her do. It says do everyday errands and tasks. I'm not sure how the horse does this <laughs> if she has a little covered wagon she rides around behind the horse or if the horse <laughs> you know <laughs> dials, dials the phone. For, I don't know what she's doing, but it, it says that it, it does help her. Um, but she was going from Omaha, Nebraska to Chicago and she said she needed the miniature horse. Now, it does say the Department of Transportation announced that, that miniature horses are a valid support animal who are light on commercial flights. I've been made fun of, too, because I'm not a fan of flying. I drive a lot of places. You know why? There's not a miniature horse in my car. I never have to worry about traveling with a miniature horse, unless I want to. <laughs> unless I want a miniature horse in my car. <laughs> might be one car. hitchhiking
1: or something. Pick it but up. <laughs> I, if, if I'm
0: paying $500 for an airplane ticket, I believe I should have the right not to sit next to a horse. Or have this woman's horse in front of me. If you need a horse for your service animal, fine. But that may mean just... I can't fly. What if I have a an alligator that's my service? It helps me. Oh, I love my alligator. What if I have my my trusty AR-15? It, it, it helps me to relax and deal with my frustration. For some people, I think it does. <laughs> I would love that. I don't think they're going to let me on a plane with either one of those. But uh, So this woman, she does have the, have the little horse. But she's saying that, oh, the people love it. People around her love it. And it's potty trained. That's fine. What if there's a, a, a storm and you get rerouted somewhere? Is a horse going to be okay? Is he going to be stampeding around? I don't want it that I was killed by a stampeding miniature <laughs> horse in a plane. It'll
1: print on your forehead. <laughs> what if you're stuck <laughs> on the tarmac for four hours? That horse has to go to the bathroom at some point, somewhere. Yeah, I don't see logistically how they... Because a miniature horse is still fairly good size. <laughs> yeah. how, does it have like a seat? It showed the pictures. It, in the it stood in front of her. But I mean, it,
0: it it bleeds over into the other two seats.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the seat next to it for sure. No, when they
0: come around with and give everybody complimentary penis, or so they get a little bill bale of hay, like you see at like Hobby Lobby or Walmart, it's like put your little hay? <laughs> little oat bag, little oat bag, <laughs> put it on. You can eat the oat bag. But she was going on anyway and saying that oh, everybody wanted their picture with it. It seemed like everything was great, and it says that the horse helps her. She has a variety of disabilities that. Severe anxiety, PTSD. It says that Flirty helps her to remember to take her medications, to keep her balance in large crowds. Seems like a cane and a phone app would probably take care of that. (laughs) But, again, she needs the horse. I, I guess that's fine. On the ground, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, or in her own personal vehicle. You want to drive around with the horse, fine. But other people have to be on this plane, not just you. What if you're have allergic? You can't get on there with you know they banned peanuts and everything else. But the oh come on in with your horse and your peacock and any kind of dog or cat that you want or gerbil whatever you got that you need to help you get through this. But you you know if if you have somebody with peanut allergy, you sell sue and that's it. You can't have that. So <laughs> but anyway, so she got through and she said that she isn't going to fly anymore because that she, some of the people were were upset about it. So she's going to. Uh, to just start driving around, but I, I don't know. It just seems a little excessive. The minute the miniature service horse,
1: yep, and the, the the flights allow that. I mean, they. Well, the, I think the they're horse, scared to death. They're, they're going
0: to be sued, so yeah. they they try everything they can. Um, I mean, what if somebody on
1: the plane had a legitimate fear of horses, a miniature horses, <laughs> <laughs> specifically? Yeah, I mean, you know, and they're in a seat. They bought a seat that's you know two seats away from this horse who gets the preference there why I think miniature horses are
0: are cool and cute I don't want to sit next to one on yeah. a plane for two hours
1: yeah it makes me think of little Sebastian
0: <laughs> little Sebastian yeah he <laughs> <bark> and wreck.
1: <laughs> well when, when you when you read that to me I, I had to go look um, and it, it was funny because that lady happened to be on American Airlines and I looked up the rules uh, for service and emotional support and uh, animals And it says, for travel on or after April 1st, 2019, service and emotional support slash psychiatric service animals must meet a set of enhanced requirements. Ooh, that's better than regular requirements. Yeah. So uh, flying in the cabin, fully trained service animals and emotional support... Oh, I read that. Uh, The requirements are one emotional support slash psychiatric service animal per person... What if everybody brought one? Yeah. What if we all had a miniature <laughs> horse? Let's all bring them. We'll have a roundup on the plane. We're going Noah's Ark. Woo! <laughs> Noah's plane. Uh, the animal must be a cat or dog or, in parentheses, trained miniature horse may be permitted as a service animal, and it has to be more than four months old. More than four months old. Yeah. Well, you can't have a baby horse. Well, oh, don't so be ridiculous. It can't nobody, would, nobody would use a baby horse. <laughs> The animal must be cleaned and well behaved. The animal must be able to fit at your feet, under your seat, or in your lap. Lap animals must be smaller than a two-year-old child. What if it's a large? Child? Okay,
0: I think that already that disqualifies a miniature horse because even a miniature horse, it says they're small. That's bigger than, and you're you're gonna sit with this in your lap. That's bigger than a
1: two-year-old child. Although I did
0: see the lady, and she was a very large lady. Again, nothing against that, but you know, I mean
1: just. But it says the animal oh lap animals must be smaller than a two year old oh. child. Okay. So so you can't hold the horse in your lap. Oh well. You gotta let it roam around. Unless you have a lap horse. <laughs> a very small one. <laughs> very small lap horse. If the animal's in a kennel, it must fit under the seat in front of you with the animal in it. So I guess you'd have to take a corral for your miniature yes. horse. Okay. <laughs> and here's what emotional support slash psychiatric service animals cannot. They can't be seated in an exit row. You know they can't open the doors. <laughs> well, you get in the crash. They can kick it open if it was a miniature horse. I could ride him out of the plane. They can't protrude into or block aisles. They can't occupy a seat, and they can't eat from tray tables. <laughs> but that you got to bring a trough. A trough. Here's your trough for your horse. <laughs> if your animal doesn't fit within the allowed space, you may need to. Throw it off the plane <laughs> at altitude. No, no, that's not what it says. You must rebook on a flight with more open seats, buy a ticket for the animal, transport the animal as a checked pet. So, poor little horse, he's going down in the cargo oh, bay. Oh, no. Okay, now we go to animal behavior. We won't go through all these, but some of them, they're, they're, it's kind of interesting what you got to do. Um, they must be trained to behave properly in public and they won't be permitted in the cabin if they display any form of disruptive behavior that can't be successfully corrected or controlled. Well, people need that, too. I was
0: just going to say I was just <laughs> going to say let's post this for most of the passengers that I've flown with on planes. This should be it. If they act up, we can check them
1: into the bottom of the plane. <laughs> including but not limited to growling, <laughs> biting or attempting to bite, <laughs> Jumping or jumping on or lunging at people again. Most passengers had, would have to fall into this. Yeah, and the growling I'm so sorry. and biting babies. We're going to put babies in their little in their little things and put them down and check. Yeah. check babies. Check babies. <laughs> um, they must be in your control at all times by leash and or harness. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. If, if if at any point during your journey the, it isn't corrected, the animal will be considered a pet and all requirements and applicable fees will apply. So the woman had to have the horse
0: in her control. She couldn't have had a jockey come on with her and ride the horse around for her. Yeah. <laughs> a little jockey. <laughs> <The horse> jo- <laughs> the miniature, it'd be a little guy. A <laughs> little miniature jockey on the miniature horse.
1: Um, let's see here. If there's any others that's interesting here. It just says miniature, they keep they keep weeding out miniature horses, so it's like dogs and cats are accepted. Miniature horses will be evaluated on a case by case basis. What about other animals? Are they do they even not? So the I horse think got dumb. through. The horse got through, and they're like, "That's it. That's I've got an emotional one. support bat for now. <laughs> More Emotion, uh, an
0: emotional support eagle." <laughs> Yeah. You got falcon with the little yes. hood, the hood on. I said, yeah! <laughs> um,
1: Clear the way. We encourage advance notice for service animals, but it isn't required. Um, so, with the horse,
0: uh, there's my advance notice. I'm charging into the plane.
1: <laughs> but then the next one says, Advance notice required. <laughs> Just depends on how they feel that day. Uh, you must submit all required forms to the Special Assistance Desk at least 48 hours before your flight. We'll notify you upon document approval. I gave mine to the assistant to the Special Assistance
0: Desk. <laughs> uh,
1: let's see here. Anything else? Read and complete your forms. Oh, yeah, and then you can go on to destinations with restrictions. You can go to Hawaii, London. They've all got different restrictions. So I guess if you're out over the ocean and you find out Hawaii doesn't accept it, you have to toss the horse out. Yeah, no. <laughs> So Poor yeah, horse. that's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, Poor horsey. People have gotten nuts with that kind of stuff. Yes, they have. Um, and again,
0: I I love animals.
1: I don't want them on my plane.
0: <laughs> if, yeah. If you have to have one with you, I understand that. That may mean you're going to have to alter your plans somewhat.
1: Yeah, because even if the horse, the is... one
0: tenth of one percent of people, they're they're just going to have to, you know, it's like okay, well, you can't. You're going to have to
1: take the bus or a car. Or some other transportation, a train. Yeah, even if the horse is potty trained, it's going to go. Yeah. in something. And man, horse poo. <laughs> or or <Not> pee good. <laughs> they pee
0: <laughs> like a racehorse. Like a racehorse. <laughs> yeah. So and even if they're potty trained, like I said, if, if, if there's a delay or a storm, I mean, yeah, it's only going to hold its
1: its bathroom activities for so long. Yeah. So if this was a conversation starter, I would vote. Nay. <laughs> yeah. Nay. <laughs> All right. All right, Wilbur. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is about as offensive as we can be about the uh, sure. service animals. Sure. Well, as, we as could I go would, on, yeah. but we won't. We don't want to beat a dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
1: okay. But we right. are sensitive to the needs of people that legitimately need their service or support animals. Yeah, the tenth of a percent of them that yes. have it. Yes. Okay. I think we've offended everybody now,
0: so great. <laughs> All right, well, let's go on to see what kind of uh, weekly holidays that we can observe this week uh, so much. So, Greg, do, do you like to jump things and be kinged? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have I, a holiday for you.
1: <laughs> Monday, I've never
0: been kinged. <laughs> Monday is Checkers Day, ah, checkers September Day. 23rd. Now, the one thing they said, this isn't really about the board game, it's it has a political bent to it. Wow. It actually references the speech by Richard Nixon in 1952 when he was a vice president candidate. And he was being questioned about getting political gifts. And he had been given a dog at the time. And he said he was not going to give the dog back. The dog's name was Checkers. He was says, it a support dog? It might, it, must, it might have been a support dog. He would have been better <laughs> off if he would have said that. But he said he was not going to give checkers back. They were going to keep the dog because the kids had gotten attached, and it became known as the Checkers speech. So, this is to kind of bring attention to uh, po- politics. And uh, says one of the things you can do to celebrate maybe go back and look at some of the stuff Richard Nixon did, good or bad. You know, you could uh, lie to people, or you could broker a deal with China. You know, he did a, he did some good things, some bad things. Yeah, but uh, just go back and look at look at some of the things he did, and. Uh, You know, celebrate Checkers Day. So you could do that with a game of Checkers then, right? You could do that. It said that. You could even
1: do it with a game of Checkers if you wanted to. Okay. All right. Well, on Tuesday, are you one of those that when you go on... Yes. (laughs) On comment sections or Facebook, are you the grammar Nazi? I am not. Okay. Well, I've seen people who are. I'm I'm a grammar patriot, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess I can't say Nazi probably, can I? (laughs) Say it again. Nazi. There we go. (laughs) Um, Well, if you are, if you're the grammar police, that's better. Grammar police. I like grammar Nazi. Then then Tuesday is the day for you because it's punctuation day. So what you want to do on that day is anything you write, you want to make sure you've got proper punctuation. Uh, If you're writing that children's book, you want to make sure it's punctuated properly uh, between the A and the B. Should you speak with proper punctuation? Like, that's exciting. Yes, yes. If you give, if you what day is that <laughs> so, so yeah punctuation day uh, it says the ways you can celebrate this is to learn more about punctuation and the appropriate ways of using them if you do any type of writing on your job spend some time going through your work and make sure your writing has all the appropriate punctuation that or if you're fantastic. or if you're trolling on the internet or facebook try, to, try on that day to, to use proper punctuation alright so that's Tuesday Wednesday, September 25th, is Comic Book Day. Fun day. Fun day.
0: It it celebrates the art and science behind comic books. Now, comic books, you know, they go back to the 30s, probably even back farther than that. There's also comic strips that you could look at. Uh, Way back from the newspaper, you got... uh, Dagwood and Blondie and uh, yeah. Garfield, Heathcliff, The Far Side. You can get into your superhero books. You can have the big debate Marvel versus DC versus some of the indie books or <laughs> indie uh, comics that are out there as well.
1: Wanna talk about the political political correctness of uh Marvel and DC books uh. <laughs> or movies?
0: know, <laughs> really. <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> but anyway, so you can celebrate this by having you know, uh, you could watch some movies. You could get some movies and watch some of the 10,000 different comic book movies that are out there now. Man. You could have a comic book-themed party if you wanted to. Uh, maybe go old school and uh, binge-watch some of the old Batmans.
1: Pow! Bang! I, I like Batman. That was one of my favorites growing up. So that's that's Comic Book Day, Wednesday, September 25th. All right. Well, on Thursday, the 26th, we have love note day. Oh, that is so sweet. So, what you do on that day is write a note to that special person or people in your life. And, you know, you can leave them laying around your house, leave them a nice love note. Now, you could start these on uh, Tuesday to make sure they're punctuated properly, uh, or you can wait and just be willy nilly on Thursday and just risk, you know, bad punctuation. That well, if day. you're a grammar Nazi, you're probably not getting a lot of love notes. <laughs> you may not be. Uh, but yeah, on Thursday, just take a moment and leave a note for that special person. That was very sweet, wasn't it? Friday, crush a can day.
0: Uh, it says it's to clean up, recycle, make you feel like a man. Crush that can. Uh, you can put one on the ground. Try to hit it with a hammer, man. You don't crush that. Don't hit. Don't hurt yourself. But you can smash it with a hammer. You can smash it with your foot. You can crush it. Take it. Take a can in your hand and crush it on your head. I don't take any liability if you do that and end up in the hospital. So <laughs> That's what it makes me think of, though, is the people you see in movies that always crush the cans against their forehead. You know, way back in the, the 60s and 70s when the cans were actually a, a, like a, a metal, and they would crush them <laughs> on their heads. It wasn't just aluminum, soft
1: aluminum can. So Yeah. Yeah. Crush a can day. Probably explains some people that I know. It probably does. All right. That was Friday. Well, on Saturday, the 28th, you got your choice today. You can do... Ask a Stupid Question Day. You know how people say there are no stupid questions? Well, this is your chance to ask the ones that are. There are stupid
0: questions, <laughs> so think carefully.
1: Yeah, so it says take a day and whatever questions... And it does say that you can respond with a stupid answer as well. So, so get on your or sarcasm hat and uh, be ready for those stupid questions. I think that's the concept of this whole podcast, really. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, alternatively, or you could do both... Uh, it's good neighbor day as well, so you could ask your neighbor a stupid question. Can you combine them and have a stupid neighbor? <laughs> you might. Okay. Uh, that was a stupid question. And the recommendation for this day is to, if you don't know your neighbors, get to know them. You could have them over for supper. You could uh, just walk around your block and get to know your neighbors. Or just um, wave at them. Yeah, wave at them. If you drive them. by. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, um, you know, or if you're a jerk neighbor and you've been treating your neighbors badly, maybe this day you ease up on them a little bit. So, uh, yeah, so Saturday you can ask a stupid question or you can celebrate Good Neighbor Day. Good Neighbor Day and Stupid Question Day. Yeah, and then yeah. on Sunday. Sunday
0: is Nothing Day. There is no holiday that they're Celebrate Nothing National. So, you know what? Make up your own. Just get out there, enjoy yourself, enjoy a beautiful day, enjoy your family, friends. Unless you hate everybody, then sit at home and sulk and be mad. Yeah, just take a break from these other stupid holidays. That's right. (laughs) Just sit at home and think about what you've done. And get ready for Monday for the next episode of It's Funny That
1: Makes It Okay. That's right. So I think that's all we got this week. I think so. That'll wrap up another episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See ya. See ya. Talk to you next week.
0: Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny That Makes It Okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to it'sfunny@comic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay.